When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to another week of the Blue Shirt Justin Bieber way. Greg, say hello. I hate you. Why do you hate me, Greg? Why would you do that to me? Well, I hereby, I, I would like to take this opportunity. We are a whopping not even 30 seconds into this podcast. I hereby announce that I am now a Nashville Predator fan. <laughs> because of Justin Bieber wearing a Wayne Gretzky 99 Hawker to... Uh, 99 Hawker? What did I, what did I just say? 99. I have no idea. Like, he broke your brain, too. I, I, I understand. Just, I just exploded. 99 jersey. I understand. To the TBS Music Awards, I believe it was? Uh, I, I don't know what it was. I don't want to know what it was. I have no interest spending any time talking about what it was. All I know is I am sad. Okay. I don't like it. And I want it to never happen again. Well, uh, uh, I just like getting the national exposure from such a great pop artist such as Justin Bieber. <laughs> Canada doesn't even want them. Listen, they want them now. Sorry's fire. Everything else is bad. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. Fine. Look, his his music is fine, but he's just a terrible person. Okay, so that's fine. I'm sure we could find a lot of people like that if you want to be honest. Just about everyone in Hollywood, I think, probably. Yeah, that's probably except George Clooney. He helps all the causes. All right, we're. All gonna... I mean, and we're like the opposite. Our podcast is shit, but we're fine people. I would say, yeah, we're good guys. Like, well, that's, uh, debatable. No, 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 I take it all back. Anyway, welcome to another week of Ranger Hockey Talk here on the Blue Shirt Breakaway as after we discuss Justin Bieber. Uh, uh-huh. It's been a uh, – last week we ended the, the podcast on a great note, right? We were feeling good about our team. We're like, now, we're, now. We got some I did, I did call this, Ryan. I told you yes, what you was going to happen. We're going to face some cream puff teams and we're going to lose all three, except we only lost two, Greg. Ah, look at us. Way to go. So the Success. Hur- the hurricane game uh, – was obviously a letdown because Eric Stahl's coming home. It was one big fart noise. Right. Uh, in the third, it's 3-3. We're playing him tight. Uh, Kreider, Chris Kreider's starting to take over this game. And by the way, Chris Kreider's been phenomenal for this team over the past week, even though they haven't been phenomenal themselves. I believe he has seven points in the last five games. Uh, so he's obviously getting into playoff form. Hopefully uh, he can carry this team offensively if Rick Nash does not. And... Uh, this game obviously was a huge letdown. Eric Stahl comes back to his home state, or I don't know if that's not his home state. I'm sorry, his his former team where he won a Stanley Cup, and mm. uh, they don't they don't get it done. No, they do not. They they they. That's what they did. That's it. R.I.P. Headphone users. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't really have much to say about this game, or honestly, even the the Sabers game. I know Hank let in like three goals in under nine minutes. Very. Uh, it, they were just. Well, I mean, it wasn't – they were just playing so poorly in front of the net. It was like 
deja vu from when the defense was just like, hey, guys, here's an idea. Let's take the night off and see what happens. Uh, and it wasn't good. Like, Ryan O'Reilly scored. I mean, Ryan O'Reilly is a premier scorer, but they were just so easy. Like, they were just cupcake goals. Like, the level of difficulty on NHL 16 was too low Ooh. for Ryan O'Reilly. Ooh. That was a, it was, that was it a deep pretty. shot. It wasn't well. It wasn't pretty. I'm calling it like I see it. It was no, shitty. It wasn't. And Rata came in and played really well. So uh, we, and we we fought back. <laughs> well, yay. We fought back in that game, uh, but we obviously didn't pull that one out. So tonight, or now that you're seeing this, yesterday, uh, that we've had to play the wonderful Ohio team of the Blue Jackets, coached by our former coach John Tortorella, who really hates Scott Gomez. Really hates Scott Gomez, and we should tell that story again one more time at another point in time. <laughs> maybe uh, next year. Maybe next year. We'll probably tell the Scott Cummins story. Uh, that being said, we got into this game. We came out early, scored a, scored some quick goals. Uh, the Rangers never make it easy. Nope. <laughs> they never make it easy. Of course, with two minutes remaining in this game, up by one, we get a power play called against us. Uh, mm-hmm. High sticking. I believe it was Klein. And uh, they never let me just win 5-1 and have a nice relaxing night watching the Rangers. But nope. uh, fortunately, we did clinch. But there was some downside to clinch to the playoffs. Ryan McDonough hurts his hand by blocking his shot tonight. Yeah, and, you know, we're still kind of waiting to see how serious the injury is. I don't think there's any chance in hell he plays tomorrow. No real reason to, I don't think. Tomorrow against the Lightning. Or... Yes. Today. Today against in the Lightning. The... In, in, the, in, the... in the future! Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any chance in hell he plays. I think it's just bruised. Uh, I was watching the post-game show, they, and I, I saw the replay pretty up close. And he gets he gets hit right on the glove, which obviously has a lot of padding. I don't think it would be broken from that. There was no exposure for where he got hit. Uh, it's, I mean, Kevin Klein's played with a broken hand, and they play on the same line. You think Klein's just like, suck it up, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> Everything's broken on me. I'm a robot. <laughs> Optimus. Um, yeah. Poor I think, guy. Uh, yeah, I think he... I think he'll play, obviously, for the playoffs. I don't think he should play until maybe the Islander game. Which well, I, oh, sorry, which I did not mean the yawn. On Thursday, if he could uh, get back into action, that it, honestly, and we're about to talk about playoff situation in a second here after we quickly get done recapping these games for the week. Um, but I would, I would be okay with if he didn't play the rest of the year. Well, uh, until the playoffs. Oh mean. yeah, next week. Yeah, because you're a psychopath, and you actually want the Rangers to be a wild card team. Okay, so I guess we'll get into that, but I do want to finish this Hurricanes uh, note. There were two things that surprised me in this game. Mark Stahl got 25 minutes of ice time and didn't ruin anything. Let's just go ahead and thank Mark Stahl for that. That's incredible. You mean against the Blue Jackets? Yeah, I mean... You said Hurricanes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. Thank you. I had I had Hurricanes highlighted here. It was Blue Jackets tonight. Yes, it sure was. Um... And uh, my favorite part of the entire the entire night was when, uh, obviously, there's two minutes left and the power play goes on uh, on us. And the people we leave out there are, I think, it's Stefan, Nash, Girardi, and Stahl, our defensive pairing. I was like, yes, like here. Can we can we take a second and just like do a call out to how kind of ridiculous it is that the Columbus Blue Jackets are a team named after the American Revolutionary War soldiers when they weren't even a state during that war. I mean. I guess we could call that out. Like, good job, NHL. I, I think the <laughs> the lone uh, shout-out that Ohio ever gets in the Revolutionary War is in the movie The Patriot when 
Colonel Tavington's like, now tell me more about Ohio. (laughs) Great movie, by the way. Highly recommend everyone going back and rewatching that movie. It is a burner. Mel Gibson, correct? Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger. Oh, he's absolutely fire uh, in that movie. Oh, oh, yeah. And I'm, there are other people that are in other things that I don't actually know their name. But those two, yeah. <laughs> those other people, oh, yeah. they're good too. Can we also talk about a second? You know, I, I, we're going on a, a the Patriot rant here. But sure. in hindsight, really weird movie considering Mel Gibson gets with his dead wife's sister at the end. You know what? What is that all about? You know, what get, is that all about? It's like, that's supposed to that's supposed to be a relationship I invest time in? No, that's disgusting. What well, are let you me, doing? Let me make this bring this back to hockey. You take the two points where you can get them, Greg. You just, I guess so. <laughs> you just but... take the two. It doesn't matter if it's a Columbus, it's the Sabers, it's the Hurricanes. You take the two points where you can get them, and you move on to the playoffs. <laughs> I just I just have questions, Ryan, about the movie The Patriot. That's it. I'm sure, and I'm sure we'll have a, a nice discussion about the movie The Patriot this week. Yeah, we should because it's important. Um, so let's talk about our playoff uh, prospective opponents. You don't want to talk more about the Patriots? No, I mean, all right, sure. So Heath Ledger. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> movie. Uh, it's really sad. Oh, there's, there's so much spoilers. No, I'm not going to go there. I I mean, spoilers. To... The movie's been out for 20 years. If you haven't seen it now, it's not our fault. Listen. Our listeners might be like, ooh, the pa- I still haven't watched Kingsman. I didn't watch Kingsman last Spo- week. I'm so sorry. Oh, I hate you I so much. Spoiler, spoiler alert, America wins. Okay. Yeah. USA. USA. Oh, uh, our, we have a lot, bunch of Canada listeners. They might have not have watched the uh, the page. We have – oh, crap. I just realized we also have a bunch of English listeners. and this We're not doing ourselves yeah, any favor right now. people from, like, Europe that listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, I know people in America. That's incredible. It's, we also agree with you. Um, yes. Back to hockey. For real. Okay. For real. Fine. Uh, playoff pitcher for us. So our next up- upcoming games are the Lightning tomorrow or today in the future, in the present. Uh, yes. This Thursday, we play the Islanders, and on Saturday, yes. we play the Red Wings. The playoffs start next Wednesday. And that is it, and those are three playoff teams we're facing. Correct. Now, the Islanders have a game in hand and are two points back. Indeed. Ooh, and like I just said, we play them on Thursday. So I was making an argument to you briefly before this podcast that maybe I wouldn't mind if we dropped a couple games here to get to the first wild card spot. Because then we would play the Panthers and we would, I believe, avoid the Penguins and Capitals. We would likely have to face one if we advanced that far. But facing one is a lot better than facing two is what your argument is. So... The Caps have just looked bored since they clinched the number one spot. They haven't really played well, and it's, I, don't, I think they're legitimately kind of uh, resting guys as while playing, just not really playing up to their full potential. That team is a house, and they will come back full force this playoffs, or they'll choke. Uh, right. Now, the, the Penguins are uh, another beast right now. I believe they're still without Malkin, and they just this team can't lose. They're 9-1 in their last 10. They're in a win streak of 6 right now, and they're just absolutely on fire. I believe Marc-Andre Fleury is out with a concussion, though. I think that's yes. actual news. Yes, um, he picked up a concussion over the weekend. Now, I, ho- I think it's a mild concussion. Is that true? <laughs> uh, okay, I see what you did there. Yeah, that was good. There's no such thing. Anyway, uh, so we don't know if he'll be back for the playoffs, but I'm assuming he will be. Uh, if there's anything we know about hockey is he's coming back. Somehow he'll be cleared. Yes. Um, so that's a team like, okay, I want to play the best team to win, right? But I don't really want to do that this year. <laughs> like, 
Like, I don't, I'm not scared of the Pens, and I'm not scared of the Caps. Like, I think if we play them, we have a chance to win. Do I think it's the best chance to advance in this, this hockey round? No, not at all. Uh, because I'd rather play the Panthers, who, honestly, I feel like are the weaker team, and that would set up a way better second-round matchup for us if we did beat the Panthers. Yeah, I just, you know, you got to be playing your best hockey going into the playoffs. So I... I would rather the Rangers win their next three games and have to play the Penguins in round one than, you know, they lose two of three again and get a wild card. Because, I mean, it's the NHL playoffs. It doesn't matter that much who you're playing. Crazy stuff happens. The best goalie's going to win. It, like, there are too many variables in the playoffs to play for positioning. It, it Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And I got news for you. Roberto Luongo has had the Rangers number all year. I firsthand witnessed down in Florida, watch the Rangers pepper him with 39 shots, and he made 39 saves, and the Rangers lost 3-0. That was a great So game. it's it's not exactly like the Panthers are 100 times easier. Right. They got the immortal Yamir Yager. They have a very good goalie. You know, at this point in time, if Marc-Andre Fleury is going to miss time, I'd rather have to go up against the Penguins' backup. And just, you know, if, you know... He's going to be back, though. I mean, I guess he is coming off a concussion. How how well could he be in the head? I know, I know yeah, that's, that's wrong to say, and I, it feels messed up. I, I, uh, I literally I to, stopped I, watching football because of concussions. So. You stopped watching football because Jordan Reed almost cost you the first overall Let's not even pick. talk about that on this podcast. <laughs> this is not, I'm not subjecting our fans to our fantasy leagues. Uh, no, but, yeah, it just... I get what you're saying. Like, on paper, the Panthers are a much easier matchup. And if you beat the Panthers, you likely get the winner of the Red Wings and the Lightning. And with Steven Stamkos out for so long, that looks like an easy matchup, too. I understand all the things you're saying. I can't make an argument to tell you that the Rangers playing the Penguins is more beneficial for the Rangers. It's an illogical argument to make. It doesn't exist. But at the same time, I just... I don't know. I don't want to go into the playoffs cold. I'd rather the Rangers win three in a row. And if we get the Penguins, we get the Penguins. If we get the Panthers, we get the Panthers. If we get, I don't think there's any way the Islanders can overtake the Rangers and the Penguins. No, so I, so I don't think we're getting the Islanders round one. You know, just we're going to have to beat whoever's in front of us. And at this point, I, I, I can't much concern myself with who's in front of us because right now, uh, the Rangers are their own worst enemy, and we suck. And they got to fix that before they can fix anything else. Right. I mean, we're always in these games. If there's anything you could say about the Rangers over the past, I don't know, three months, I think we've been in every game except for what, that San Jose game? Yeah, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to take moral victories and losses against the Hurricanes, who we had beaten 19 of 20 times before, or the Sabres, who are legitimately bad. Hey, the Sabres are 6-2-2 two two in their last 10. They're coming on hot. Cool, but they were also up 3-0 against the Penguins, and the Penguins beat them, I think, 5-4 in overtime. Okay, fair. So, you know, just saying, bro. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I'm, I'm at an impasse here. I think either way we're going to be okay, and I think we can win either series. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, because, again, we have Hank, and, like, that's a – that's a big difference between us and a whole lot of other teams. A lot of other teams don't have players like Hank. And, you know, we're not going to have to worry about a carry price in the playoffs. We're not going to have to – it doesn't seem like we're going to have to worry about a totally healthy 
Mark Andre Fleury. Well, Fleury's not really uh, known for his playoff performances in the first place. No, and I, you know, I'm Yaroslav Halak doesn't totally scare me if we have to face the Islanders. Roberto Luongo might actually be the most concerning goalie the Rangers would have to play in the Eastern Con- Oh, no, excuse me. But yeah. Uh, Holpe deserves <laughs> credit. But, you We're know. We're the best at not getting Holpe credit on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think Holpe just listens to our podcast and is like, gets, what gets hyped up. are like, these two assholes these talking nerds. about? <laughs> he don't know nothing, I say. But, yeah, I mean, Holpe and Luongo are probably the two best non-Hank goalies in the East. But we got Hank. Hank's When Hank's on his game, I don't know if anyone can beat him. Yeah, the Sabres game this week was just like that typical Hank game where he just loses focus for those 10 minutes and lets in like a couple goals. It happens. I, I, we brought this up in the podcast before. This happens two or three times a year. Unfortunately, it happened against the Sabres, but what are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? So, uh, obviously, yeah, there's like not much to cover this week. I know that this is these games coming up. Uh, the Lightning game on tomorrow or today, rather, is going to be, uh, I would hopefully be, well, listen, we just lost to a bunch of these teams that are crappy. These people, they're playing without Strawman and uh, Stamkos in this game. I feel like we're going to win. That being said, there's, <laughs> you said to me before this, it's like we're definitely going to lose. So Yeah, I, I just, it's so hard to read. It's on the back end of a back-to-back. The Lightning, they haven't clinched a playoff spot yet, so they're, they got more to play for than the Rangers do. Uh, are they playing tonight? Let me double check. They've already I don't think lost to the Islanders. They've already lost to the Islanders. Yes. Um, and they they have 95 points, four points clear of the Red Wings, yes. five points clear of the Bruins. Uh, you know they got they just they have a lot to play for, and teams that have a lot to play for is something you got to worry about and something you got to watch. Like, yes, they don't have Strawman. They don't have. Uh, Stamkos, but yeah, they got a clinch, man. And they we're probably starting Ranta just, in this game, so. Oh, absolutely starting Ranta in this game, and there's going to be no McDonough. Uh, I mean, the Rangers still have plenty of offensive firepower, but we've seen how hit or miss that can be sometimes. Well, we scored like three or three goals a game for the last week and a half, so it's uh, our offensive firepower haven't, hasn't been our problem. No, but you know, always never an easy feeling going into a game where you have. I mean, the Rangers. The good news is the Rangers do have something to play for. They need. I don't think they want to settle for a wild card, and the Islanders have a game in hand on them and are only two points back. So the Rangers have to fight to keep their spot where it is. But the Lightning have to fight just to make the playoffs, and I, like that's a hungrier team with three games to go. Now, of course, it'll be a monumental collapse if the uh, Lightning don't make the playoffs, and I think there are ways they could clinch even with a loss, but always got to watch out for teams that have to play for a little more than you. And that's the situation the Rangers are encountering tomorrow. So I, I believe this wildcard spot comes down to the infamous Islander Ranger game this Thursday. I don't think you're wrong because, you know, the Islanders, they don't have an easy schedule. They have to play the Rangers. They have to play the Capitals tomorrow before they even see the Rangers. Um, and then they end the year with the Sabres and then the Flyers on the last game of the year. And that last game of the year, the Flyers might be playing for a playoff spot. So that might be a playing game for the Flyers. And the Islanders would have hoped to have clinched by then. And considering they have the Sabres on their schedule, I'm going to think that they have clinched by then. Um, 
Yeah, that, that, I think if the Rangers beat the Islanders on Thursday, I think they'll finish third at least. Maybe if the Penguins have I a I don't see cold that, streak, that Penguins team going. No, cold neither, neither do soon. I. Neither do I. So maybe the Rangers will be yeah. third, and we'll have to play the Penguins in the first round. It all comes down to Thursday. I don't see. Yeah, I, I don't see a way where the Rangers can and lose to the Islanders and still expect to finish third. I mean, of course, there is a way, but so much air will come out of the sails when that happens that it's hard to imagine. I totally agree. And uh, the Penguins' upcoming games are all three road games. They play the Senators, the Capitals, and the Flyers. So those aren't exactly God cakewalks. The f- <laughs> oh, my God, the Flyers. Talk about a murderer's row for the Flyers <laughs> well, to end this season. Hold on, look up the Flyers schedule. It seems pretty tough now that we've... You know what? They that. deserve it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why is it? Greg, do you hate Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Tell the truth. And by maybe, yes. I, I, You know, if someone came up to me and asked, Greg, in order to save mankind, we have to nuke one American Philadelphia. Even before they can say the rest of it, I would and, say Philadelphia. And you were you were like Rapid City, South Dakota. <laughs> that wasn't your, that wasn't your option. <laughs> Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah. No, Philadelphia. Shout out to Rapid City. Um, they do have, we have listeners out there? No, absolutely not. Uh, do they know what hockey is out there? It's cold out there. They should know so. what hockey is. I think they is. get all their groceries from gas stations. Um, they have gas stations. Good yeah, for them. They have Indian reserves at gas stations. So sorry, South Dakota. Uh, oh my God, the Rockies are beating the Diamondbacks. What is happening? Oh, that's our baseball segment. Uh, anyway, I am so excited. I know we're still talking hockey. I'm just excited for the Diamondbacks to suck this year because everyone thinks they're going to be good. Okay. Uh, I don't think everyone thinks that. Anyway, one, one second. Let's finish this off, and we'll you know what? we'll talk baseball for the rest of this podcast. Um, okay, fine. This flyer schedule coming up is Red Wings. And Not great. A back to back with the Maple Leafs. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, that's nice. Wait, they have five games left? They have four. So, no, no. Uh, sorry, the, the, the next day is the Maple Leafs. So then Saturday Ooh. they play the Penguins, and Sunday they play the Islanders. They have four games left. That's a tough schedule. Hoofa. Hoofa. Uh, well, I mean, at least they have the Leafs, so yeah, that's nice. On a back-to-back. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so, l- listen, Ranger fans. Uh, next week, because we're going to stop talking about hockey in about two seconds here, and I know that's why you listen. That being said, next week, uh, we're going to come out with a really in-depth, actually prepared podcast uh, about our our playoff opponent, probably the Panthers or the Penguins. We'll break down the whole series uh, coming up and what, what we need to happen. And then uh, the first night after the, pod, uh, after the first Ranger playoff game, I will be setting up a podcast to have some of you guys call in, and I'll have Greg call in first probably. And do well, a little well, bit. Why, thank you for letting me call into my own podcast. Just letting you know. <laughs> uh, How nice. I'll have you call in, and then I'll, I'll take some calls for some uh, some hopeful fans, or maybe we'll react and celebrate, and maybe we'll be sad. So that's the plan. And then cool. uh, it, after that season, in, we'll go from there. In classic Blue Shirts breakaway fashion, next Monday I will be hungover. Oh, because you are going to Las Vegas, is this correct? This is correct. Oh. I will be in Vegas from Thursday until Sunday. Wow. Wow. That is a nice trip for you. Well, you know, the the bro is getting married, so I got to go see the college roommate say his I do's. We talked about this. Can I talk yes, about a did. non-sponsor real quick? Sure. So, Las Vegas. Uh, Las Vegas, non-sponsor. 
Um, I got uh, so I'm a big podcast fan in general, and I got hooked up to uh, to, to join that Blue Apron joint. Oh. I gotta say, fucking delicious. I don't, oh, I don't, yeah? I don't drop f bombs on this. Uh, I made my own food tonight. I had a chickpea kale salad. Nerd. Look at you. Nerd with and I had beets and cod with a uh, carrots and arugula. I I've never had Ar- most of that stuff. It arugula. Was, it was absolutely delicious. I know they sound. I, I sound like I'm being sponsored by Blue Apron, but I I literally bought it and I thought it was good. Earlier tonight, Ryan also ordered tickets to the final Rangers home game of the year through SeatGeek. <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. Uh, anyway, our, and our sponsor, Stamp.com, and uh, who else? And you also use Squarespace to create your own website. And I got all my clothes from Trunk Club. And <laughs> let's see, what else is there? Um, I can't home Security, that. Simply Safe. Oh, Simply Safe, that's a good one. Damn, I, I hope we get a sponsor one day. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, Hershey, for sending me 51 pounds. Ryan, have you ordered your new Callaway golf clubs yet? I have it. Oh, wow. Shout-outs to a shack house, I guess. <laughs> and watch The Thrones coming to HBO Go and HBO Now. I'm super pumped for that. Uh, man, this, this podcast has gone off the rails way more than others. <laughs> so let's talk baseball for like two minutes here. If we must. If we must. Uh, opening night on Sunday. Not great. No, not great for you. You are a Mets fan. Uh, not great for you. You're a Rays fan. Oh, oh I knew it was not going to be great, though. <laughs> this is true. Uh, the the Blue Jays were underdogs going into that game. I was like, thank you for the free money. That was awfully well, that's kind because, of you. Okay. That's because Chris Archer, outside of the first inning, is a goddamn phenom. Uh, that's, that's nice. I understand that. I know. But at the same time, it's the Blue Jays, and you don't have a bullpen. That's true. Uh, we traded the bullpen for Corey Dickerson. So uh, so last time we spoke about baseball on this podcast, we were talking about Matt Hardy's, Harvey's bladder, and we thought he might have cancer. So, yeah, that's not – yeah. So, and now he's not talking to the media because he's, uh, he's pissed angry. off at them. Yeah! Yeah, Mets ball. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that whole controversy since we're here? Uh, what's the? I think he should stop holding in his pee. <laughs> Are you asking me for an opinion beyond no, that? I want, I want your conspiracy theories and your thoughts about the whole Matt Harvey thing. Conspiracy theories? I have none. I, I oh. think he legitimately... Why would I not believe everything he said? Oh, I He had a blood clot. He peed out the blood clot. That, See, why would you make that up? Why is that your go-to excuse? You could have done anything else if it was anything else. That's guess, an oddly specific... Said, I guess he could have said flu-like symptoms if it was anything else. Yeah, like... You don't joke about blood clots, dude. That would be some sick, effed-up thing. You're right. Okay, fine. My conspiracy theories are dead. Yep, yeah, as they should be. Um, and, yeah, opening night for the Mets, not great, but, you know, it's one game. I'm not exactly going to worry about it. I'd really appreciate it if Yoannis Cespedes could catch a goddamn baseball. I was just baseball. about to ask you that question. Uh, that would be nice. Like, as soon as he dropped that ball, I was – I remember what I was doing. I was sitting around. The ball goes up in the air. I was like, ah, okay, nice out. And then, like, he drops it, and all of a sudden, um, like, time stops, my eyes open wide, and I'm just taken back to game one of the World Series. Oh, no. And, like, I'm back in that spot, and I'm like, oh, my God, how did I get here again? I know. What is happening? And uh, I know but, we, all, we probably have a lot of Yankee fans listening, and I'm, I hope they enjoy their opening day game. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, the yeah. schedule makers are terrible. Mets played last night, had off today. They play tomorrow afternoon, and then we have two days off yeah. to play again. Like, the Rangers wish they had that much time off. 
I know. Uh, uh, but well, the the Mets will be fine. It's one game. We're gonna win ninety three games this year. I'm pretty excited for that Syndergaard start to, uh, on Tuesday. He might murder someone. I I like watching him. He's a he's lot, a very, lot of fun. He's very fun. And then after that, you know, we're gonna have Degrom. We're gonna have, I think, Mets, and they might skip Cologne and put Harvey back out there. I think that's what uh, they're gonna end up doing. Because Cologne pitched out of the pen yesterday. By the way. Nice job, Mets. If you're going to lose on opening day, at least give the fans what they want, which is a little Bartolo. <laughs> a little Bartolo? Is there such thing? Uh, oh, no. And it's great that there isn't. That's, you know, of course. Hey, uh, quick question. This is back, quick answer. Back, back on Ranger, uh, Ranger Town Talk. Oh, my God, we're back. Yeah, I just have a quick question. I was just thinking about this. Sure. Who's your personal MVP of this team? This year? Yeah. <sighs> It's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, because the easy answer is Hank, right? Like, I, but I don't want to go. There. I don't think that's. He hasn't had a good year. I like, know. I agree. I mean, he's had he's had a good year in terms of your average goalie, but he's not. He hasn't had a Hank year. I agree. Um, guy, you know, it's probably Zook. Okay, I see. I, uh, I just because he's been such a he's been such a difference maker offensively. Okay, mine. My option this year is Derek Broussard. He's really That's a good answer. His, stepped up his game. He's become the first line center that no one thought he could be. <laughs> you know. That's a good answer. He uh, um, he's really facilitated the every line he's been on has been productive all year. I think it's between yeah. Zook, him and Stefan, right? Uh, Stepan, because you still don't know how I to do say his F. name. I don't know why being... I do the F. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, Stepan's had a real up and down year. I don't think he's in the conversation. Quite honestly, if you had to go for a third person for me. Surprisingly, I might say JT Miller. Ooh, I like that. Cry- Just because Miller Miller's definitely taken the biggest step of any Ranger. Like, Miller's gone from third-line winger with scoring potential that continues to frustrate you end-on-end end to legitimate second-line scoring winger that you want on the ice when you need a goal. I feel like a lot of people have stepped up this year. Uh, McElrath obviously came up and played out of his expectations. Uh, JT Miller, like you just said, Broussard played out of his expectations. Rick Nash did exactly what we expected him to do. <laughs> what, get hurt? <laughs> yeah, get hurt and do nothing. I'm sorry, Rick. Um, That's not nice. Oh, there is one more piece of Ranger news we forgot to uh, actually talk about. Uh, Go on. Our our little Russian friend has confirmed he's coming to the New York Rangers next year. Yeah, we could use him now, though. Yeah, that would be nice, huh? But Buknovich is going to be so fun to watch. Um, and, um, like, the fact that he's going to be on a cheap rookie contract out of the gate is going to be awfully nice. So I have an offer on the table to split uh, half-season tickets with a, okay. a, a mutual friend of ours. Now, the price is a little up there for me, personally. <laughs> but I'm still I'm on the fence. Now, I know you, what everyone's answer is going to be is yes. <laughs> do, I, do I buy them? But I, I need to be convinced. I don't know, like I, I don't know if I can make every game next year. I don't know the schedule or what games we're gonna get. Like I don't even know how that works. So hopefully someone on this podcast can explain to me. But, uh, there's only one other person on this podcast. Or Do I need that, to explain it to you? Yeah, you could try. Uh, <laughs> you uh, I mean, if you're getting now, you you're talking. Last I remember, you guys were talking about a partial plan, right? So like twenty home games, ten each, twenty one, and we're gonna go together. I, I think. Oh, well, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, yeah, you know, partial plans 
are good and bad because you're going to get tickets to big games, but I think the large majority, at least the way they do it is they give you some real crappy games that they know you'll have to go to because you still want to see Ranger games. I feel like every game I'm going to get is the Monday night game. You're going to get a lot of Wednesday night games against the Sabres. Uh, Yeah, you know... As someone that is, as someone that lives in uh, Savannah. Savannah, Georgia, and is still going to buy full Mets season tickets next year because he's an, just a lunatic. I don't know why uh, or how you're doing that, but I can't wait to use a lot of your tickets. Well, here's the thing, dude. The, a, a forty, wait, excuse me, not even forty, eighty-one home games for the Mets. Right. For upper box seats is eighteen hundred dollars. That sounds like. That's, that's, what, that's not what a be, lot of money. That's what I'd be paying for my one seat. Of yeah, these twenty-one and games. The, these and you're getting twenty-one games. Yeah, I'd be getting eighty-one at basically twenty-five dollars a game. Plus the flight up there every day. I wouldn't be going to all of them. I know. I like, know. you'd be yeah, you get it. I we don't need to go into the mathematics of it all. We don't. It, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean. You know, why wouldn't you get season tickets? We're completely off the rails, and we're literally just two guys talking to each other yeah, you, and happen to be re- This has been a podcast recording this at the same time. So, sorry. Um, Next week, there'll be, there'll be like yeah, real like, Ranger analysis. I've, to- I've told you, man. I don't understand why you want to get season tickets. You want to go to Ranger games. You want to be in the garden. You want to you want to be there. Like, who gives a shit who they're playing? Yeah. Do it. Suck it up. You make more money than I do. Like, just Facts. sell your car or something. I don't know. Sell my, sell my brand new car. Humble yeah, brain. well, yeah, you reminded me. I have to pay my taxes tomorrow. Oh, that is going to suck. A, we're Fit Brothers, correct? We both drive Honda Fits. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have a Fit? Oh, yeah, buddy. How amazing what, Another it? sponsor. Honda. <laughs> Get Fit. Honda. <laughs> the only thing fit about me is my car. Oh, man, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, that's their new catchphrase. They're welcome. You can pay me later. I love it. Uh, so I think we've got off the rails enough. I'm, I'm ready to go more off the rails or stop this podcast. You choose. We're good. Let's okay. let's get a win this week. Hopefully against the Islanders, going to the playoffs as the three seed, and see what happens. I'm secretly gonna whisper this. I kind of hope we play the Panthers. There's okay. nothing secret about it when you announce it, bro. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I, maybe maybe we rest and lose some games and play the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> just no. I hope no one's listening. All On right. Monday, just get ready for playoff analysis, deep dive into our opponent. And Greg Las Vegas stories. Yeah, Greg Las Vegas stories. We're gonna try and go over every meaningful player on the uh, the opponent team and the matchups and the lines for the for the series. Come then, come for the playoff analysis. Stay for the ridiculous Vegas stories. I'm enjoying every pillow, my friend. It's been a, a very <laughs> interesting podcast. Thank you, <laughs> anyone who's made it to this point. You're you're a saint. A saint. <laughs> a saint. Uh, come back next week, though. It's actually gonna be good. I love you all. We, well, let's not promise anything we can't keep. It's actually going to be above average for our normal podcast quality. We're going to try. Okay, that's that. Well, there. That's as much <laughs> as we can give anyone. Blue Shirt Breakaway, brought to you this week by everyone who sponsors Channel 33. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, thank you, Steve, for listening. And everyone have a great week. Greg, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.